Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. You know what? What Jay and I just realized, Harry, listening to that open, Harry Douglas in for Key today. What's up, HD? What's up, fellas? You and Ryan Clark kind of sound alike. That was Ryan Clark, wasn't it? <laughs> we were like, at first, Jay was like, is that Harry? I'm like, that, that sounds HD? like Harry Douglas. Y'all stop, okay? It, nah. It did for a second. Just for, just for a second. Then I caught <laughs> it. You have to, but you then have I to stop it. and listen to hear that it wasn't HD. Be a part of Keyshawn. But can, but can I, yeah, can yeah. I tell y'all what's funny? What's up? I literally said the same thing to myself. I was like, I don't remember recording that. But then I seen the name like Ryan Clark pop, pop up. First of, all, first of all, listen Did to Did I do any promos? Listen to Harry. First he's like, man, stop. It doesn't sound anything like me. I mean, at first I thought it was me. <laughs> HD, I had to remember. Quick, are you in fantasy? Do you play any uh, – do you have any leagues you in? Actually, no, not this year I don't. Really? N- normally uh, I do, but not this year. I got my I got my draft tomorrow night, and uh, I'm in, I'm in a league with Richard Sherman. He is talking so much trash to the group. Let me team. know if you need some help, Jay. You oh, know, oh, okay. I, you know I, I'm, I I'm recruiting help. I'm recruiting help. You. Please once, sit in the draft you. with me tomorrow you know night, five thirty. Like <laughs> once Daily Fantasy came out, it was like uh, that rock in the '80s. All of a sudden, but, it hit this place. You know, what I, and when Daily Fantasy came out, like, oh, look at this! I, well, the, it's a straight hit. The best part about it, though, here we got some uh, we got some older people on the text chain. Mm-hmm. That uh, have done pretty well for themselves, and Richard does not care. He is talking trash to everybody. He's finding out details about people. It's very enjoyable. It makes people so, uncomfortable, which I enjoy. So Jay, I used to um, well, the last two or three years, I hosted the fantasy draft for for the Falcons and Coca Cola, right? Ooh. And it's so funny as you get down to certain rounds and stuff, and I'm like, why are you drafting them? Your team is going to be terrible. But so I, I used to have fun just going around like picking at people and guys that they're picking. Like, hey, you do know he's on IR now, right? <laughs> first, first of all, who'd you say was in your league? Richard Sherman. Do you see what the two of you just did? We're what? trying to have a, just a conversation about, like, you know, fantasy, and you guys what? have to first – first Jay drops, oh, Richard Sherman's in my Nets. league. No, I no, drop- that's a name drop. And then Harry comes out, yeah, yeah, no, I host the thing with Coca-Cola and the Atlanta Falcons. Well, can't you Harry, just talk about this comes from the man who said stuff? I made Tom Brady's career. I, I didn't reason say it. why Tom Brady has won multiple Super Bowls after I said he was going to fall off the cliff. I didn't say it. Tom Brady apparently thinks so because I'm all over the, <laughs> <laughs> in the arena and he's tweeting at me. I didn't say oh, anything. Man. All right. Mark Be a Jackson. part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. In college football season, without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper, the one fans deserve college football, boy, Florida State. <laughs> I mean, LSU. LSU, that was so live. Special teams. John Harbaugh, just the way the whole end of that game went down was nuts. Like, what are the odds? What are the odds? What are the... John Harbaugh says, Lamar Jackson. Is here's a quote, guys. Locked in. What? Amid contract talks. Listen to the Ravens head coach. I don't have any updates on that. There's nothing that I'm aware of. It's been football, football, football for, for players and coaches. And uh, that's kind of where we're at. My interactions with Lamar have been all football. 
and he's been focused and locked down on that 100% uh, from a football standpoint. So that's kind of where we're at. Just really, I don't personally have anything to add that I know of. So, Harry, here's what I'm confused about. Of course Lamar's locked in. He's always been locked in, right? And if you think, like, if the deadline is Saturday night because Lamar yep. gave that deadline, what does he need to make this happen? Right? Like, is that, is that 180? Is that 190? Because the, the thought of him getting 250 guaranteed, uh-huh. I don't see as being feasible. Like, Deshaun Watson is an outlier at 230 guaranteed. Well, he was Kyler, treated like a free agent. Yeah. So, yeah. so these guys are all under contract. He was treated like a free agent in the sense that there were multiple teams bidding. He went to the highest bidder. Yeah, so yeah. Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson kind of reset the market. So if you're looking at those guys per angle, like, okay, if you're Lamar – 180, 185? What is it, Harry? No, is he, he, right? he, he's not taking anything less than $200 million. Okay. And, and, rightful, and rightfully so. Now, is, do I think he's going to get the $230 million? No, just because that contract that Deshaun Watson got is very unorthodox, and that's not what other owners would want the trend to start being in, in, in the National Football League when it comes to quarterbacks. Because you do have Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert, those guys coming up as well. So $230 million, it, we don't see that. We haven't seen that. that that's the, 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 the full guaranteed contract in the National Football League. We've never seen that, Jay. So do I think he's going to get that? No. Do I think he deserves that based on the market and what Deshaun Watson got? Yes. But if I'm Lamar Jackson, anywhere between, I would say, $200 million and $215 million, I would have to take. Just because of the simple fact that you had you got the owner Steve Bashadi came out when Deshaun Watson got that deal. He wasn't happy with the Haslam's. Um he, obviously he doesn't have the contract right now, so that means they don't want to pay that much money. But is he worth it in my eyes? Yes, and here's why. When you looked at this Baltimore Ravens football team last year, before Lamar Jackson got hurt, they were eight and three and number one in the AFC. You're looking at this year coming into the 2022-23 season, you're like, okay, we're getting Lamar Jackson back. We remember what this team was when he left. With a depleted roster now, that's what, what guys hurt. You're getting everybody back healthy. And I actually got the Ravens coming out winning the AFC North. So if you're Baltimore, you're kind of a little nervous right now. But I'll tell you, John Harbaugh sounds a little too damn confident for me that Lamar Jackson going to be out there. Because what if Lamar Jackson just pulled a juggernaut, y'all, and say, well, you know what? that's what he should do, HD. I don't have no deal on, by Saturday. I'm not, I'm not playing tomorrow. That's what he should do. But I don't that, think that's he what will I would do. do, and that's what's so interesting about this whole situation. Like, I, really, I thought the more I thought about it, because Mike Tannenbaum was on this Justin fantastic show, two p.m. Eastern, ESPN. In case uh, you haven't seen it, handsome, handsome host, ho- handsome, handsome host, host. Yeah, handsome host. <laughs> so, but and 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 Mike T said on this Justin, like you know, a month ago, hey, this would be the easiest negotiation ever. If I were Lamar's agent, I would go in and say, look, it's not going to cost you a penny over two hundred thirty million. But it's not going to cost – you're not going to get it for a penny under $230 million. The number's 230 now. And at the time, I thought, I don't know. Deshaun was treated like the whole – more like a free agent than a t- – then the more I thought about it, I said, wait a minute. This dude, 24 civil cases at one point, never won an MVP. Lamar not only did, won an MVP, is a month younger than Joe Burrow, squeaky clean, everyone loves him. But on top of that, last year until he got hurt, I thought he was the best football player on the planet Earth. He was carrying a team with nobody on it to wins. They had the best record in the division. And then he got hurt. And then he said, well, he's injury prone. No, that was the first extended injury of his career. So then I started thinking, 230? I think the number's 250. Now listen to this. The tweet from last week. These two guys are just tweeting at each other. They weren't even verified accounts or anything. 
So Lamar Jackson's league MVP still hasn't broken the bank. Ravens, you're on the hot seat. Give that man the $250 million guaranteed before you write a check your bleep can't cash. Someone else comments, he want more. They already offered that. Lamar jumped in and said, no, they didn't. Jay, I just feel like in his mind, the number's 250. I mean, you have to figure that number out quickly, or I, I just don't know what the advantage of him playing is. I mean, he can get hurt. I agree, so, but like, he's the type. He's the type. I know football's different. He's the type of pulling Aaron Judge and be like, it was 250. Now it's 260. All right, so we'll franchise tag you again. But, but here's the, here's the difference, though, Max. Quick, Harry, because we got to hit break. Really quick. Here's the difference. The, the Cleveland organization, the Browns, are in desperate measures right now. The Baltimore Ravens organization, they're not in desperate measures right now. So uh, that's one reason why the Haslam's are willing to give them that much money. I hear you until you don't have Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. <laughs> that's pretty good. I agree. So, all right, listen. The Steelers released their week one depth chart. Quarterback battle, isn't that? Trubisky's number one, right? QB one. But – Mason Rudolph's QB2. Pickett's QB3. Does that mean anything? Are the Steelers making the right call? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle tonight la quinta tomorrow you shine book direct at lq.com so there's a a spot guys you ever have like these on the east coast for people listening on the west coast on the east coast there are these great summer spots right i'm only laughing because you know what it is yeah seeing your face as you tell this story is pretty priceless so but you know like there are these great like seafoods if it's not the food's not great or whatever but you're on the dock the kids like it's family friendly there's a spot like that out on the east end of long island it's in montauk called uh gossman's i don't care i'll I'll, I'll drop the name um (laughs) and and, personal hd yeah and and like we go every summer but this a couple times but this summer we never went so i take the kids it's like the last day we can go I take them out there a couple days ago, and uh, my eldest orders the chicken fingers, right? Chicken fingers and fries on the kids' menu, whatever. It comes out with two chicken fingers. What? <laughs> two. Only two. So two. like a whole plate of fries and yeah. just two chicken two fingers. Two chicken fingers. So she finishes it. She wants more. So I, I called the woman, the waitress over. I said, listen, like, can I speak to the man? Wait, so you, don't, you didn't notice this at the beginning when the two chicken fingers I did. But I'm like, sometimes they, they don't really eat all the food. So I'm thinking, yep. like, maybe what the restaurant did. Harry, I'm thinking, like, it, you know, during COVID especially, businesses got pinched. Maybe they figured, we'll, we'll cut down on the protein. That's the expensive part. And the kids probably leave a lot of food anyway. We're not, you know, we'll see if we can get away with it. And I get it. 
But then if someone calls you on it, like, come on, man, there's two chicken fingers on the plate, you should make it right, right? And so, so the manager goes back. The owner happened to be in the kitchen that day. Comes out, no, da 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 That's what it is. We weigh the chicken fingers, two chicken fingers. Wow, so it really wasn't like an <laughs> they apology? They weigh it? Or... No, not an apology, not either. We, we ordered another. Yeah, they weigh the chicken fingers, and they that, give that, you some. That makes no sense to me. See what I think happened because then we ordered another order. She was still hungry. Three came out, right? Stop. No. <laughs> I swear to God. No. They gave you one extra? No, I think what happened on the first order, because I had two daughters who ordered it, only but one of them is smaller, so it was enough for her. And it, even because she, she likes the fries anyway, you know, the kids will eat just fries and ketchup. And I think what happened is they probably had whatever last pack of them or whatever. They had four left, and they got two orders in. They're like, all right, let's, you know what I'm saying? And, and then when hey, they got Harry, called on it, they didn't do anything about it. But anyway, I'm not going back there. Harry, um, that's co- how mad I am. We're cost-cutting we, our meals. We're going to so cheat the kids. We're going to cheat finger. the kids. One chicken finger worth 30 cents. Two chicken fingers? <laughs> we're cost-cutting They weren't here. cutlets. Jay, I showed you a picture. I took a picture. <laughs> they, were, they, were, so, they were decent size. Decent oh, size? But you can't get yeah, two, yeah, of two of them. How many would Mr. be? We're going to weigh the chicken fingers. They weigh the chicken fingers. That's Terrible. Kids order Minimum. how many? Five. Right, right. That's Minimum. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's terrible. Are we still on? Is this thing on? We're in disbelief. Still, yeah, dragging <laughs> this one out. At least We're five. In disbelief. Minimum five. That's that's right. That's too many. Up, though. Too many? I would say four. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Let me say again, just work in the business. Radio. What? I suddenly had a problem pronouncing radio. You know what it is? The coffee machine broke at work. Right here. 
But we got coffee. Well, Paulie brought us a cup of coffee, normal, which is awesome. He doesn't have to do that. Thank you, Paul. I'm about to say, don't do that to Paulie now. Don't Paulie! You do that to Paulie. No, no. Paulie brewed the coffee. Paulie's the, guy, the Paulie's the man. Brewed the whole thing. The, Paulie, the... did you brew the coffee or did Mike brew the coffee in the back? Yeah, I think Mike did. Mike, whatever. Yeah, but Mike, Mike and Paulie are great guys. Anyway, the point is, it's regular strength coffee. You know what I do, Jay. I do the double shot. That's why you got to get the big mug. You got to get the Yeti. I don't know about UHD, but I'm all about the Yeti, man. Oh, so I have a whole bunch of Yeti stuff. See, that, Yeti uh, they water, sent me. HD, Yeti coffee. Yeti cooler, yellow, yeah, uh, yellow, yellow containers, Yeti, uh, advertising everything. Advertising on this show. Yeti, Yeti, Yeti money. Might as well buy stocking Yeti with all the stuff I got. <laughs> what? It's great. It keeps Yeti it book cold. bags. It keeps it not sponsoring the show? Well, maybe they should be. Shh. Sorry. I like the product. What? Huh? Stop knocking us, Max. We may be having a deal coming up. Oh, okay. If you're priming the pump, then I apologize. (laughs) The Steelers released their week one depth chart, guys. And Mitchell, although now it's Mitch. You can call him Mitch if you want. You can call him Mitch now? Yeah, yeah, you can. Mitch or Mitchell, either one, apparently. Uh, Mitch. I'm going to go with Mitch. I always wanted to say Mitch Trubisky, and usually I did. So I'm going to (laughs) stay. Mitch Trubisky is listed as QB1, which is like, that's not a big surprise, right? Let's, let's listen to Mitch first, and then, and then we'll get into the issue here. Uh, it's a tremendous honor. Um, anytime you're voted by your peers and your teammates, it obviously means a lot. So um, I just come in here, try to lead by example, earn the trust of my teammates, and for them to vote me captain, it definitely means a lot. Like, it's a tremendous honor. Mitch, to that point, what did you think you did to, to earn that trust? I was just me. I think I come in here every day, work my tail off, obviously show knowledge of the offense and all that, but I think just being a great teammate and being a great leader, uh, being someone the young guys can look up to just to do things the right way, and uh, just a guy who wants the best for this team and lead us in the right direction. So, um, like I said, I was voted by my teammates, so um, it just means a lot that they thought I was, I was worthy of this honor, and I'm definitely going to uh, make sure I live up to it. Yeah, let me clean something up for a second. The teammates didn't vote him QB1. <laughs> he was voted captain and then also listed at, Q, at QB1 as QB1. So what's interesting is not that because he was brought in to be a bridge quarterback, right? Got bridge quarterback money based on his track record. He can start. He can be successful behind a bad offensive line. In Chicago, he did it. Brought him to the playoffs. that fell apart without him. A year with Dable and in, in, in Buffalo and the whole thing. And he's... Bridge quarterback. So that's not a big surprise that he's QB1. But Kenny <laughs> Pickett. a year with Dable and you give him a fist pump. Yeah, right. That's <laughs> it. They put on a cigarette cloak. He's fast. He's, like, he's back, you know. He's fast like Josh Allen, so maybe there's some similarity. <laughs> right. And, and so, and so you, okay, so he's QB1, no huge surprise. Kenny Pickett was supposedly putting pressure on him in the preseason. But Mason Rudolph is listed as QB2. Kenny Pickett as QB3. Harry Douglas, to me, let me tell you what that says. If Pickett was really making it that close, he'd be QB2. He maybe wasn't making it as close as reported. Am I right or wrong? I, I don't look at it like that. I, I think what you have is a guy, Mike Tomlin, who is an old-school guy who does things that way. Uh, you see he took this long to make that decision. And the young guy, man, he, he just want to bring him along the way he wants to do it. Now, there's no doubt in my mind if something happens to Trubisky, that Kenny Pickett would be the next guy to go in at the quarterback position. In fact, he's QB2, um, in other words, right? And, and, yeah, because I'll tell you, man, I, I was happened to be in Pittsburgh for the uh, backyard brawl on Thursday, and Kenny Pickett was at that game as well. 
and the people chanting his name when they released the banner and winning the ACC, but then watching that last preseason game and the people chanting Kenny Pickett's name as well. Now, Mike Tomlin is a different type of coach, and none of that kind of stuff like gets to him because he's going to do things his way. But watching Kenny Pickett in preseason and watch how he progressed in football games and situational football, how, how well he did uh, within the pocket when pressure was, uh, was upon him, he has to be QB too in my eyes because we've seen – have we not seen Mason Rudolph already? We've seen Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph has had his opportunity to try to be the guy. You drafted Kenny Pickett in the first round. Now, you, you, they decided to go with Trubisky, which I have no problem with, uh, because it was his job before training camp started. He did nothing to lose that job. Now, I will say this. If you're Trubisky, you don't have much room for error because as soon as you don't live up to the, the, the play that you're supposed to be presenting at the quarterback position for the Steelers, people are going to be calling for your job. That's when Mike Tomlin is really going to be hearing from the fans. Now, I, I will say this once again. Mike Tomlin do not care what fans are going to be chanting because he's going to do things his way. But I do think Kenny Pickett is further up on the depth chart than what's listed. It's, to me, Harry, it's all about where you finish, not where you start. And Correct. I think a lot of times in sports these days, we look for uh, who's the next Justin Herbert, you know, a guy that can come in when there's an injury and all of a sudden exceed expectations and just take off and be in an MVP conversation. No longer can you actually – pay your dues and spend extra time in the film room and get on practice reps. You know, like no longer can you do that. And when I look at, I was listening to Big Ben over the weekend and Big Ben Roethlisberger was talking about the fact that when he came into the league, since Kenny Pickett is the only first round quarterback drafted since Big Ben, right? By Pittsburgh, yeah. By Pittsburgh, yes. By another team, Max? Yeah, by Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, no quarterbacks <laughs> in the first team. round in 20 years. Yeah. It's weird. By yeah. Pittsburgh. Um, Having guys like Heinz Ward, having guys like Jerome Bettis, yep. you know, having a veteran-like locker room where he can just come and they can do dink and dunks HD. He can take his time. He just didn't have to lose he games. He can throw interceptions in the playoffs. You know, right? Whereas yeah. Kenny Pickett's coming in with this young team and the amount of pressure that's put on you, that actually even Big Ben thinks the right thing for Kenny to do is just to play behind Mitch for a little bit. And when his number is called, which his number inevitably will be called, then you'll have those reps and those experiences to lead into. Kenny Pickett's about thirty-five years old too. He's like, twenty-four. <laughs> Kenny Pickett's like <laughs> twenty-four. Come he's on, Pat Harry, the dude is like but thirty he, years old. He's twenty-four, yeah, he's, but he's still he's not, your, NFL first. he's not your normal rookie. He's right, not your he's normal not rookie normal because rookie. he spent so much right. time in college, right. and that, that's one reason why I didn't mind if they would have went with Kenny Pickett because he's not the normal rookie. I think he might be what the same age or one year younger than what Lamar Jackson. Uh, that that's something to be said for, and he's going into his first year. Lamar Jackson's going to what year four. So when I look at Kenny Pickett, though, I think he has the maturity to handle the situation the right way, and he's going to continuously learn, learn, learn. But when his opportunity presents itself, and this is how Tom Brady got his job, right? The opportunity presented itself, and he never gave it back. Here's the thing about Trubisky. If you're Trubisky, do not give Kenny Pickett an opportunity to even get out there on that football field because you might not get the job back. And the difference is, Jay, you're right, because Big Ben came in game two back in, I think it was 2004, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 2004. He started playing in game two, and they went undefeated. I mean, I don't think they lost another game the rest of the year. And if they did, I think it was only like one. How about this? But they went on to win the Super Bowl, too. Harry, how about this? Would the Jets be making a mistake? Let's, let's move our attention to New York for a second. Would the Jets be making a mistake by sending Zach Wilson out there in week one? Versus the Ravens. I, I think so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. This is called a tease. Keyshawn, J. Will, 
and Max. My son sent a picture of an empty refrigerator. I know what it means, but pick up the phone and say, hey, man, can you send some money so I can get some groceries? Uh -huh. Not an empty refrigerator looking like a single college student. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Guys, Aaron Judge hit his 54th home run. That ties A-Rod for the most home runs in a single season by a right-handed batter in Yankees history. Mm. Originally, Babe Ruth got to the Yankees in 1920, hit 54, then 59, then 60 home runs. That was the record forever, and then Roger Maris broke that in 1961. All left-handed batters, or both left-handed batters, hit 61. And then, of course, all the cheaters came and... <laughs> But, they, but, like, listen, you have to be willful. We don't know who's juicing and who's oh, – sorry. We don't know who might be juicing, right? All these guys. Who, who knows, right? But we, you have to be willfully ignorant to not understand, absolutely, that Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, and Barry Bonds all juiced. And that, unlike corking a bat or doing something like that, it turned them fundamentally into players they were not. In other words, it is very obvious from the statistical record when they started juicing and the effect it had on their – home run hitting, which mm -hmm. brought them to a new level. So that 61 is still sacred to me, right? I don't think anyone's really beaten that without help to turn themselves into something they couldn't have been without it. But there's a bigger issue now right now for the Yankees, which is until – and Judge is carrying them every win. It's because he's hitting home runs. But the team is imploding, unlike almost anything I've ever seen. They went from – insanely great this year. They might have the all-time wins record, too. They can't eke out a win. Look at this. Judges on base since the All-Star break is near 500. He's slugging over 800. His OPS is over 1,300. Those are Superman numbers. And he's hit 21 home runs. It's better than the rest of the team. The rest of the team combined has 32. He has 21. But their on base is 200 points below his. They're slugging as a team. How is that possible? 322? That's like, to give you an idea, guys, if you slug 500, you're a slugger, right? If you slug under 400, you're a middle infielder who can't slug. As a team, they're slugging 322. It's minor league. They're slugging like, like a bad minor league player. Here's the odds to win MVP, as great as Shohei Otani is in the kind of year he's having. Aaron Judge is minus 1,100. 
to win MVP because he has been better than he's been more valuable than Otani this year, even though he doesn't pitch. Otani's plus seven fifty. Jay, you are you have turned yourself into a baseball fan. I think it's fair to say you yes. go to games, you like games. Is there enough time in the season to turn this thing around for the Yankees? I mean, you have twenty eight home games left. If anything, you guys have been playing better at home than you have on the road. Uh, I think you're like thirteen and eleven in the last twenty four games. So I look, I I think that's that's a good sign for you guys. But also, your big boys need to come to play, man. Labor Torres, you talk about guys like uh, he, he's been horrible. LeMay, who's been in a horrible slump, he's 2 of 38 over this run. Josh Donaldson, Aaron Hicks, they've been nowhere to be found. Yep. You guys need to put people on base. I mean, that's a – if it weren't for Aaron Judge, where would the Yankees be this season? Like, it's – Harry, the Yankees are trying to avoid one of the most epic collapses in the history of baseball while Aaron Judge is – having a chance to win one of the biggest records in the history of baseball. Like, that's and, a dichotomy. And it's unfortunate. Two, yeah, that's, that's where they are. <laughs> it's, it's a, and I'll say this. After the All-Star break, right, when this team started being shaky, I said, okay, Cashman decided to shake some things up, made some trades, got some new people in. The chemistry's not there yet, but at some point they'll get it. But here's something I think that a lot of people are overlooking. This team, especially since the All-Star break, has been – Injured, I just made up some injured. Injured. They, they they remind me of the Boston. I mean, of the Baltimore Ravens of last year. Every every now and then, you have guys going in and out of the lineup. Just listen right now. You got Giancarlo Stanton, Severino, Arnaldo Chapman, uh, Ben Attendi, Anthony Rizzo, Nestor Cortez, and it's been like that the whole second half of the season for them. They they can't have any consistency because guys are in and out of the lineup. Even Stanton last night with that little injury. I mean, yeah, he's, it looks, he's, he's that's been what I'm in saying. slump, too. It looked bad, yeah. but attendee has to get surgery. I'll say this in, in relation to what Harry just said. They were very fortunate with injury luck, essentially, in the first half yeah. of the season. That was part yep. of the reason the rest of the league was hurt and they were healthy. They had such a hot first half. And they've, that, that regressed to the mean. And in this case, that means a ton of injuries. But what this really highlights is the pressure on Brian Cashman not only to get a new deal with Judge, let's table that for one second in the offseason, but he traded Jordan Montgomery, who was a lefty from the farm system, who was always very good when healthy, um, who I was touting earlier in the year. We had some baseball people on say, Max, he's, not, he's fine. He's like a middle-of-the-rotation guy. Yes, middle-of-the-rotation left-hander with, a, with, a, with, a, with a, the medal to pitch in the Bronx. You think that's growing on trees? And he traded Jordan Montgomery – for, for Bader, a, 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 a guy who's still hurt, who yep. plays a mean center field but may not hit enough to play every day. We got to see if he can even hit enough to stay in the lineup. And Jordan Montgomery, last I checked, was 5-0 and with a sub-1-5 ERA for the Cardinals. So, like, that was a stupid, stupid trade unless Bader turns out to be a key World Series contributor. That was an idiotic trade to make. Now, like, so, so like, that he didn't, especially when they need pitching depth right now, which all teams do going down the stretch, right? Now, that said, he also didn't get a deal done with Aaron Judge in the offseason. But let me tell you, I don't blame Cashman as much for that as I blame Hal Steinbrenner. And the reason I say that is the Yankees don't like to get into the repeater luxury tax business. I get that. It's punitive. It's, it's like a soft cap, right? But... Hal Steinbrenner runs the Yankees, who are by so far the greatest franchise in the history of American team sports. 27 world championships is a joke. They're lapping the field multiple times, right? And they play in the biggest market by far, New York, 20 million people. Next biggest market's LA, got 10 million. 
right? And 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 the Mets, yeah, they, they have to share it with the Mets, but the Nets, Mets go from like Queens out to Long Island. The Yankees go from the Bronx. They, sh- they share Manhattan and Brooklyn, right? Yankees go from the Bronx all up into Jersey and New England. They have a huge piece of that, of, of the greater metropolitan area market. How Steinbrenner, and they got Yes Network. Yes Network, George Steinbrenner started decades ago when he realized, yeah, MSG, Dolan's company, giving me $50 million a year for the broadcast rights. That's great. That's what allowed the Yankees to outspend teams, but why don't I just start my own network? Which they did, and it generates something, some ungodly amount of money every year. More than all that, guys, Hal, with all that said, runs the Yankees. And by the way, last thing. The new Yankee Stadium was built in 09, right? To reset the luxury tax thing. That was the real reason they built the new stadium. They've, they've done every way to squeeze every dollar out of baseball in New York City and all the Yankees fans. And how does he spend money? Sure he does, of course. He's not a cheap owner. He's not an awful owner. But he runs the Yankees like a generic big market team, not like the New York Yankees. They are not a generic big market team. The history of the Yankees so dwarfs the history of any other two teams combined. It's embarrassing. Combine the Dodgers and the Cardinals. Yankees history dwarfs theirs combined. You cannot run the Yankees like a generic big market team. You got to run them like the Tiffany brand, you know, greatest franchise by far in the history of American team sports that they are. And and, and let me and, and here's the last thing I know I've gone on forever. (laughs) <laughs> hey Jay, I'm like at some point, Max. Smoke him if you got him, Harry. Here's the last thing, and there's one more thing. Here's one more thing. This Aaron Judge, before the season started, wanted a contract. They didn't give him the number he needed. Right? What is it going to cost now? Because the Yankees, in their history, the Red Sox screwed up with Babe Ruth. They needed money. They sold him to the Yankees. The Yankees buy Babe Ruth. Reggie Jackson's a free agent. Yankees sign him. They don't let the home run hitting monster greatest player ever walk out the door. They get that guy. They've never let a guy like that walk out the door if they wanted to keep him. Reggie in 81 had a terrible season. They thought he was over. They were wrong. But that's not this. If the Yankees, if Hal Steinbrenner allows Aaron Judge to walk out the door, he is sending a signal that the Yankees as we knew them, who are outworld series 4-1 to by the Red Sox in this century in its third decade, are done. It's over. They're no longer the New York Yankees. They're Hal Steinbrenner's generic big market team. I rest my case. But I, I got to ask you a question, though, Max. If any, anything less than a War Series championship for the Yankees, would you consider that an, ep- an epic fail for this season? No. Not an epic fail, no. So what, what would be a successful season for the Yankees in your eyes this year? Got to at least win a playoff series. Okay. But the main thing is the Aaron Judge thing, Jay. They got to sign Aaron Judge. What do you think about Aaron Boone? Aaron Boone's fine. You think he's fine? Yeah, I think he's fine. I, I don't it, think it's. It, can I tell you? It feels like over the last month, hearing him talk, even him the other day at the post presser, that he feels like the outside noise is creeping into his team. It feels mm-hmm. like they are collapsing internally. I don't think. I, I think base. I think baseball is less manager or coach dependent. Like I, I think in football, the coach is the most important guy. Although the quarterback is starting to put pressure on that position. In basketball, the star player is most important, right? In baseball, the GM is most important. You've mm-hmm. got to have a GM, right? And so I don't, Boone's fine. He's fine. Yeah. You can have a generic manager. You can't have a, a generic GM or owner. Hi, Jeff. What's the word? Oh. Sorry, I, should, <laughs> I shouldn't have brought him in. 
I got excited because Jeff sat down and he's just I, Jeff. I've been talking about Yankees. I they couldn't get a word in for five straight minutes. <laughs> Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Mako. When life throws you uh ohs, just say better get Mako and go to Mako.com to get an online. This situation could be Dak Prescott on steroids. Remember we talked about Dak's contract for like two years? Well, this could drag out. I, I don't think it's a slam dunk that they're going to get something done. I don't see why he would take less. As long as he's willing to push this thing out, there's no reason why you should give them any sort of discount. He's a baller. He wants to go out there and play regardless. Um, but, you know, th- this could get tricky over the next few months. That's how old I am. I remember the original, when the original came out. I remember the original, if I ruled the world, when it dropped, Jeff. Jeff Saturday, ESPN, NFL They didn't, they didn't say dropped back then, though, I don't think. Uh, like, don't, now it's like, <laughs> yeah, like, now, you know what I mean? You know when it hair, came like out? It, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. You try uh, to put a little new spin on old school. I like it. Before the kid we, who took my place was happy as could be. He was running his mouth like Muhammad Ali. I mean, that was like eight, 1980, 81, something like that. Before we get into all this Lamar Jackson stuff and what we want to talk about the NFL – yeah, you're, yeah, I see the you, shoes. Is that what you I see the shoes. At? Your boy you squeaked wanna, one out this weekend. You want to look at that yeah, right okay. there? I see you, one Hill. out. You squeaked one Hill out Jays. this weekend. I mean, we had to hang 63 on him. You know what I mean? That's what we do. If we want to play basketball and football, we'll do that too. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, y'all hung 63 on them, but they what they hung 61 <laughs> on y'all. I was saying, hey, hey, Harry. <laughs> Whoa. We don't, score, Harry. We, don't, we don't need all that. We don't need all that. It was a big team basketball score. Did you see the way I framed it? I got you. I got you. Our score, Harry. Not their score. Oh, Which score man. was more is the question. Are, poor guys out there giving Mac a heart attack. Look at Mac. Look at Mac. Hey, hey. By the way, this was the highlight of the weekend. Uh, Watching no Mac doubt. get oh, at it. Oh, it was incredible, After man. After you give up 40 points in the fourth quarter, you got to do something. He had to, get rid of, he had to get rid of the stress somehow. <laughs> By the way, one of my favorite people in college football and all sports. So. Yeah, Mac is incredible. So much fun, dude. Yes. That is, I love that. That's, Sally is just... His, his wife, God, God bless her. She's got to put up with that nonsense, but yeah, it's hysterical. You got to love it. So, Jeff Saturday, what we have you here to discuss is the NFL. Okay. In case you're not aware. Not college football. Not dancing. Not, not right. dancing by Mac Jones. Hey, Jeff, for real, if, a, if an extension doesn't get done with Lamar, we've been batting this around this morning, how, what does that do to the Ravens' season, do you think? I really, this is one of the few, I don't think it does much to him, but because of the way that Lamar conducts his business, right? I mean, I think when, when you talk about Lamar Jackson and just a guy who is going to go out and give you everything, that's Lamar Jackson, or it has been to this point in his entire career. Like this guy sells out and, and, you know, puts his body on the line, does every, and, and literally puts the team on his back. I mean, if you think about their offense, it is all predicated on Lamar Jackson. And so it's not like he has receivers that have developed along with him that are going to hold out on their contracts, kind of that the Green Bay with Devontae Adams and, and um, Aaron Rodgers, right? Now Devontae walks up because he's not really sure. I don't think you're going to have any of that. And so I think as, you, as you're progressing through, it's only going to be between Lamar and the Ravens uh, in that relationship. You're, you're, you're hoping, or I'm still hoping, holding out a, a very, very small thread of hope they get this thing done. They need to, but it does not look like it's going to happen. So, Jeff, you said an interesting phrase there. Say the way Lamar has always conduct his business, right? Yeah. Conducted his business. Like a first class, always shows up. Always. Always puts his body on the line. Well, it feels like the opposite is being done to a degree with the way his business is being handled off the field with his contract. Isn't that fascinating that the yeah. two could be so extreme opposites? I agree. Because I wouldn't play if I were Lamar. Harry yeah. and I were talking about this before. 
Yeah, listen, it's it's odd because here is a guy who loves the game, loves his team. Like you said, he does every – this is a guy who does everything right, right? I mean, we talk about, you know, every quarterback in the, in the world of, of how, how committed they are. This is one of those guys. This guy is committed to the team, to winning, to all these things. Um, it, it, it baffles – first of all, it baffles me that this deal has not gotten done. But – you know, obviously the Ravens are, are are locked in or dug in on this. You know, it was an it was a you know it was a one off for Deshaun Watson. But if you're Lamar Jackson and you're sitting in that room, I got a guy in my division, not in the league, in my division that's what older than him by I don't know how long, a year, whatever he is. He's older than me. No MVPs. Has it played in two years? They locked him in at two thirty, and you want you know like, like I'm I, I'm with them. I, I would you know. He had no MVPs, but did have 24 open civil cases at one point. Uh, you know how many I got? None, but right. I got an MVP. Right. And I'm in the division. Yeah. And I'm younger. I'm, yeah, I'm in my division. You built the – and here's the deal. You built the offense around Lamar Jackson. Like yes. this entire offense, the system, you're not going to go get a guy coming out that's going to be Lamar Jackson. So if, you, if this is what you wanted in your offense, the, the whole thing to me is just confusing. You know, so, Jeff, when you, when you look at the Ravens from their standpoint, what do you think is the major concern of why they're not giving Lamar the money that he's actually asking for? Harry, you and I both know, man, this ownership, <laughs> ownership, ownership. L- listen, ain't, don't nobody want to make all these deals fully guaranteed. Nope. This will be another, quote, precedent set, right? You got Deshaun, now you got Lamar, now everybody else is coming to the table. This is a code red for owners. They're like, nope, don't do it. <laughs> Say this was a one-off show. Everybody, we got Russell Wilson. He just signed afterwards. So, but, you know, so-and-so signed afterwards. If you're Lamar Jackson, they ain't me. They're not 20, you know, 23 years, they, they, or however old he is at this point, sitting here and a team built around him. I'm holding out till I get what I want. That's Jeff Saturday, ESPN NFL analyst. Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, Harry Douglas in for Key today. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. I guess, Jay, that, I mean, we'll move it along, but the Ravens must be thinking, look, unlike Aaron Judge with the Yankees, where he may have just made himself another $100 million, right? 230 on, now it's over three. The Ravens are probably thinking, so let him play the whole year, win the Super Bowl, win the MVP, and we'll give him the 250. You know, like, it ain't going above that number, right? It's, there's, there's only so much upside, so might as well play the longer game. I don't know. Even though it's, uh, he's still prone to injury, I look at Aaron Judge in baseball as a completely different No, completely. No, that's what I'm saying. Jackson. That's what I'm saying. It's football. Like, it's not the same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, so, speaking of the Ravens, they have the Jets week one, Jeff. They're still unsure. If Zach Wilson is going to be able to play, should they play Zach Wilson? Should the Jets play him? Absolutely not. Not even think about it. I mean, you, first of all, you got Joe Flacco revenge game. So right, right. there, right there, you're selling seats, Something baby. Sell, yeah. We're selling seats. You know what I mean? Joe Flacco coming. But absolutely not. You you do not force him back. You do not hurry it back. You you let this thing play out and and allow, you know, allow the Jets to do their thing. I mean, like. Jeff, and what's what, what's your what's your what's your upside? None, exactly. There's, this is where I'm confused, though, Jeff. Like yeah. me, you, and Harry, we all hear the question, like, man, this dude ain't playing. Yeah, Makes no second pick in the draft two years ago, no coming way. off injury, no uh, way, post surgery three weeks ago. What the hell is Robert Sala even doing? Saying that? Oh, you look. Why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is Listen, he even doing? I can tell you right now, John Harbaugh ain't sitting there going, Zach Wilson's going to play. They're prepping for Joe Flacco, guaranteed. They ain't taking one snap thinking Zach Wilson is walking in that door, <laughs> going to go play. Because everybody would be like, "Do what? 
You just put him back on the field? No. Against that defensive front? No. Yep. No, no. No, sir. He's going to sit and watch all the Jets fans. Joe Flacco revenge game. That's what, that's what you got to frame this thing makes me against. question the leadership of Robert Sala even saying that. I, I, what's the purpose of even saying that to your young quarterback? This, I, I, I set that tone. I, let me say that. I will say this. I think from, from all coaches' perspective, especially week one, for whatever reason this is, it's like the mystery in. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, even Tomlin coming up with this whole picket, like, like stirring the story of is it picket, is Trubisky. I think all head coaches, for some reason, like, they, they go back in the years where you could really keep it hidden of who you really wanted to be your quarterback and, you know, who are they going to have to prep for? We're going to give them more concern. They've got to prep for, for, for Wilson. They're going to have to prep for Flacco. They're going to have all these things. They ain't things. doing none of that stuff, right? They don't do any of that. Yeah. I, the defensive coordinator is like, we're playing Joe Flacco. This is what we're going to do. We're we're gonna lock I mean, in it on does this. make sense to just why give them any extra Smoke and information? Smoking mirrors. The, what's the upside yep. in giving out information? Yeah. It has it's to be smoke realistic smoking mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Realistic. No, it's yeah. not. It's yeah, never yeah. it's never realistic. <laughs> Jay, you're too smart for this game, dog. You're too smart for this game, man. Tune you know I mean? into a football doubleheader Sunday. Jets host the Ravens, Packers at Vikings afterward. Coverage begins noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. Does it sound more and more like this will be Tom Brady's last season? ESPN radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.